welcome to From the Outside Looking In with your hosts, Patrick Bannis and Andy Liaskos. Come on in. Welcome back once again uh, to From the Outside Looking In, the show where uh, Pat and I go through uh, one of the most traumatic things that we ever lived through, uh, the crash of Flight 1176. So if this is the first time you've ever been with us, yes, Pat and I were on that flight. Yes, we we were, you know, part of the 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 group of people that survived. Uh, and, and we go through, you know, a lot of people say, hey. How could you go and, you know, eat 87 other people on the plane? And you don't know what it's like. During that 15 minutes, we weren't sure if there was going to be a rescue. You don't know if there's going to be a tomorrow or not. So... I'm just kidding. That's funny. The 15 minutes and then you eat 87 people. And welcome to From the Outside Looking In, the show about everything, the show about nothing, the show about geek culture from a non-geek perspective or non-geek culture from a geek. I don't know. We like sports. We like beer. We like comic books. We like movies. And we talk about those things. Uh, I am your chatty host, Andy Liascos. With me, as always, the Ahsoka Tano to my Ray, Mr. Uh, Patrick Banus, quadriplegic crash victim. Yes. And <laughs> and begrudging cannibal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> At least we could have some salt. Could, do we, could we at least have some salt? Ugh. Gross. He's but, a little gamey. He's yeah, a, little a little gamey. A little one of those. What do, you, what do you got? Oh, foresight, and it's blurry. Get it? Get it? Let's see if this doesn't land all over the... This is a very mellow crack. Well, the last time I, the last time I did one of these, it, like, overflowed all over, the like, the place, and, you know... I cannot have that going on right now. I've had, you know, enough of a day. This is uh, Allegheny City Brewing. This is yeah, one of our local it, neighborhood it's, brewings. It's, uh, it's a Brewers. dark beer as you pour it. Is it a stout or it looks like a porter? Uh, Dunkel. It's a Dunkel. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm this, sorry. Uh, this sweet and toasty brown traditional Munich Dunkel. Uh Oh, uh, dunkle your cookies, yay! I mean, for a you know, for a, a, a snowy day like today, I I'm, uh, I'm here for it. It is terrible. I had to like shovel and rock salt everything. It sucked. Uh, did you have to shovel and brush a path through the grass from the front of your house to the back of your house so that the delivery guys could bring you a new washing machine? No, but that sounds pretty awesome. Oh, totally awesome, dude. So awesome. I feel like for the next show, 
you're gonna have to invest in a new set of heads what do you I got called? you're you're a robot again why are you a robot awesome. again i you know because i told you i'm a quadriplegic and now i'm now i'm cyborg i'm like <laughs> yeah you know i'm i'm basically i'm two step i'm i'm copd away from darth vader yeah 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 we, well yeah but I feel like the Empire had better tech than whatever True. those whatever those Timu earbuds you got going on. <laughs> Yo, don't knock Timu. My my Timu order showed up like two days ago. Yo, Timu Timu's fire. I'm not yeah for certain things. Yo, <laughs> yo, shouts to Timu. Uh, it's you know not quite as good as DH Gate, but you get your stuff no. in like a week as True. opposed to like four months. Which reminds me, I got to get my DH Gate order in so I can get uh. So I get a, a fresh new baseball jersey before the baseball season starts. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta finally pull the trigger on that Bedsy jersey. Uh, get a little Bedard jersey action going. Uh, but Pat, how the hell are you doing, bud? I'm, um, I'm, I'm doing all right. You know, struggling through uh, home ownership. Uh, you know, yep. we got a, got a new washing machine because the end of season sales are too good to miss. <coughs> But it's all this too good to be true. It's all this highfalutin, high efficiency, low water usage, computer board having garbage that'll probably be shot in five years. That's the whole thing, man. I got one of those as well. And, you know, um, and and just a regular front load, like even the guy installing it was like, I wish you could just get regular washing machines because the washing machine will last 15, 20 years, but this computer panel is going to go out in five. It thankfully doesn't have like all the computery stuff in it, but it's got the little light up panel where it, where it lights up each cycle of the, Uh, you know, of the watch. It's like, I don't need this. Like it actually has, it has three knobs, which is like one knob (laughs) more than my old washing machine had. Which had plenty of knobs, so we'll see how yeah, it works you, out. Yeah, you but... called that one knobby, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, old, good old knobby. Good old knobby. Yep. Yeah. Rips, rips, knobby. Rips to knobs. Pour, um, pour some out. Yeah. How is that dunkle treating you, bud? Smooth. Um, roasty, not too malty, just malty enough. I'm not mad at this at all. Yeah. It's delicious. Nice. Nice. Um, yeah, so, Pat, other than dunking your beers, uh, just got to shout out that we're both wearing red sports-affiliated shirts today. You got your Phillies going on. I, of course, am wearing my Caner jersey. Um, shots to Patrick Kane. I think he's going on the IR on Detroit. Got blasted in the hip. Like, that's the last thing you want to see. Um <sighs> Especially for a guy coming off a hip surgery. Yeah. Not great. Uh, But, yeah, Pat, uh, other than that, what's going on in the world today? There is is a scandal going on that is rocking the comic collecting industry right now. Mm, Yes. Um, uh, CGC, uh, Comics Guarantees, (laughs) whatever whatever they're called. Yeah, comics guaranteed comics. So, yeah, something like that. I don't know. They are like it's being found. So apparently, there you know, there was somebody on the eBay selling comics, and it was always like really like high end key issues, and uh, you know, like nine eights and stuff. 
that were being found to have been tampered with. <coughs> um, you know, because if you have enough slabs at home, you've got at least one or two slabs that are a little mm-hmm. questionable, if you will. Questionable. Now, now I'm like worried, but I've also bought, you know, some of the slabs that are in questionable cases. I bought a long time ago. One of them I had re-slabbed, so that that wasn't an issue. But um, one of the newest things that came out was um, Sp- Amazing Spider-Man 252, which is the first uh, the first. It's tied for the first appearance of the black suit. Mm-hmm. So apparently, um, someone had yeah, it's like bought- that in Secret Wars, right? Or Tied for first appearance. Of uh, it's either uh, it's either Secret Wars or it's like Marvel team up. Oh, there's yeah, a, that's weird. That, that Marvel team up. So um, <clears throat> there was a sale. There's a, 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 a Spider-Man 252 sale of a 9.8 CGC slab that sold on August the third for twenty two, a little over twenty two hundred dollars. And then it sold again this past December 12th for $15,000. Um, Same screen... copy? Oh, God, no. This is the thing. So um, there's a Instagram page, the 9.9 newsstand. They scrutinized this, and they looked at the sales, the previous sale prices, and they looked at, I believe... Um, photos of each sale and you can see that this i mean to see any flaws on a 9.8 slab is automatic cause for concern and so um you know i was watching a video from uh swaggle house who's just a you know another comic geek like everybody else um going over this and you know he's showing he's showing this pictures of this slab and it's just like it is obvious that this is not a 9.8 slab um but the other issue so there were two issues one the sale on december 12th the new one had a custom cgc label whereas the sale from august had in just a normal you know standard blue cgc label but also the new slab showed a uh that it was a Mark's Jewelers insert variation. So for those that don't know, there's, uh, I think it might have been newsstand copies that had a centerpiece insert from Mark's Jewelers. Okay. And those inserts, um, I guess, helped, you know, they were a little more rare than just a standard, you know. Sure, right copy and so finding them in high high quality you know like high quality slabs is you know driving up it'll drive up the price every time so it it looks like you know a lot of the um online nerd research found that this is basically an instance where someone had like i i don't even know how they had they had popped the case they bought you know they bought the slab in august for twenty two hundred dollars they popped the case which you can absolutely do and there's videos all over the place showing you how to do it with like a heat gun okay how to like pop the case so you can pop the case slide so 
cases, uh, CGC cases have a plastic sleeve with the comic in it. So all you do is pop the case, you can slide the sleeve right out. Right. Then you take the comic out, you put a lesser comic in. And then you slide it right back in. And then you do the thing. Um, yeah, I think the, uh, the, the CGC sleeves are something like these ones right like they're thicker plastic sleeves yeah it's like right? a it it's like a v sleeve like it's not like a um it doesn't have a um like a flat bottom almost it's okay you know what i mean it almost looks like a mylar bag like a mylar sleeve but it's like much thicker you know what i mean yeah I'm not sure how this all like I'm, I, I'm trying to figure out how this all worked out because you would have to pop it. I, I, I'm trying to think how, like you'd have to pop it, put First in the you mark, pop it and then you pop lock it and it. then lock it. Yeah. yeah. You slide in the Mark's jewelers insert, send it to CGC to get it redone. They come back. I, I mean, or or not, or, 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 you know, I'm not sure how this works. Like, I think that, I think you take like a, a 9.8 Mark's Jewelers insert comic, and then you send it to CGC, get it slabbed, have it come back to you in that custom label, then pop it, take that out, put a different comic in at a lower quality, right. and then sell it. So apparently this guy had been doing this, for I for a while and CGC actually came out like a couple weeks ago and said there was I think a couple hundred two to five hundred comics that this had happened to Oof. Uh, the seller is no longer uh, active on eBay um, but they have a store it's still there uh, but they're not selling anything so this was one of the issues we also saw uh, an instance where like a New Mutants 98, uh, 9.8 slab, um, was sold, but you could clearly see like a one inch long issue at the top edge of the comic that would uh, like, that yeah. would clearly keep it from being a 9.8. So like, I'm probably getting a little bit of like the mixing, you know, the mixing, you know, how you're swapping everything out done because, you know, I'm not into criming like that. But yeah, it's a big issue. Um, somebody else had looked up it's a like a big issue on big issues. On big issues, somebody else had looked up a Hulk 181 um, that looks like it had been swapped with a um, damaged 181 and resold. So they had like they had a, a regular blue label 9.0. They swapped that with one of the green label like 8.5s. Usually it's. For that era, the Marvel value stamp was cut out, which was just something that was in the back of the comic, right, you know, right, where right. they put like the checklist for whatever was out for sale this month. Somebody must, somebody probably cut that out, and that's how it gets the green label. Um, they probably swapped it out and resold it and made a whole bunch of money on it. So just, just wild, you know. I, I, I highly doubt that this is affecting a lot of people. But still, I mean, if you're out there and you're buying graded comics, which is something that you do, it's not really something that I do, uh, but it is something that you do. Um, and, and it's great, right? Because it's like it's a piece of art um, and it's, you know, it's got historical significance. Um, and if you're a collector, it's, you know, it's, it's one of those things. It's just a shiny bow. But if you're out there doing that, you know, 
just be a little extra careful. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're dropping if you're dropping two grand on a comic, really scrutinize those pictures. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, thankfully, like some of the high end keys that I have, unfortunately, but fortunately, I don't know, are um restored issues. So like right, right, I right. have like Amazing Spider Man number one, but it's been restored. Yeah. So it's really not something that you would want to swap out. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so it's uh, and plus, you know, I I probably bought that thing. I don't know, 10, 10 years ago, maybe. Yeah. Right. You know what right. I mean? So it's like this is long before a lot of this stuff was going on in, you know. In bulk, I guess. So I'm not too worried about it. I haven't bought a slab in a little while, uh, although yeah, I have yeah, been I'm looking getting, at I'm uh, getting itchy on buying a slab. But yeah, we'll see. I've been looking at um, Swamp Thing 37, uh, a couple of I those slabs. Uns- I have an unslabbed 37, um, and I have an unslabbed 36, which, in my opinion, is the actual first appearance of Constantine yeah. or Constantine, because he is in the last panel of that comic. You just yeah. don't know who he is yet. Yeah, I mean, right. so. Yeah, I mean, so, so, so is Wolverine in hulk 180 but nobody treats it with the same right right exactly because yeah, but also you know hulk 181 wolverine's literally on the cover in the first full appearance so it's like yes, well yeah that is pretty awesome yeah um and yeah constantine is not on the cover of 37 i just looked he is not uh, <clears throat> so the other thing that i wanted to talk about uh before we go into our regularly scheduled segment um is some heat on star wars a listener and submission a listener submission a friend of the show um sweet lou it sent me a video of of ben shapiro reacting to a video which is always gonna like that's gonna start me off in the wrong thing because ben shapiro is disgusting right um yeah personal opinion aside do you want me to make this worse Oh yeah. Well, here let me let me set it up, right? So All right. so the um the director of uh uh the Ray movie that's coming out, I think it's called The New Republic, right? It's not even in filming yet. Uh but the director is a I can't remember if she's uh American Pakistani or Canadian Pakistani, but she's a, a Pakistani woman, right? Um and she's directing the new Ray movie. Um I don't know, 10, eight years ago, she had made a movie highlighting the really unjust treatment of women in Pakistan, right? And one of the quotes that she had about that movie was that she wanted to make men, uh, especially Pakistani men, uncomfortable. Well, with well the let me, subject. let me, l- yeah, I want to add a l- just a little bit more context. So she made, I believe, if I recall correctly, she made a documentary. Yes, correct. And the documentary was about the treatment, you know, like of women in Pakistan, et cetera, things like that. So she was that con that quote was in context of this um this uh documentary. Yes. Like yeah. that was what she, she wasn't this had nothing to do with Star Wars at all or even her own filmmaking style right she right. wasn't saying she makes movies to make men uncomfortable right? right the content of that particular movie was meant to make men uncomfortable because it highlights the unfair treatment of women in pakistan right and it was it's a it's a documentary so it's a completely different piece of art yes 
and it's meant to show how men in I, I don't want I don't know if it's a hundred percent because if it's like you know Muslim right you right know, or even a hundred percent Pakistani men yeah you know I mean it's but it, how it, they it, treat it, women yes in their culture. Yes. She wanted people to feel uncomfortable about it because it would help, you know, inspire some sort of change, which is yes. totally fine and obviously has nothing to do with, uh, you know, a movie that's going to come out a couple years from now. Yep. And and because of this, certain Star Wars uh, content, I don't know, creators or whatever, have started commenting about uh, on this and, and, and then going further into, you know, how like terrible all the new content is because of kathleen kennedy and the pro forces feminine type stuff and it's really become you know <clears throat> i don't even want to say border it's become there's there's high levels of toxic masculinity involved and you know like you can't make a good star wars product with a woman jedi and and things like that and like I dislike the the sequels as much, if not more, than anybody else, right? right. But you have, you have really J.J. Abrams and you know uh, Ryan 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 William what's what's I forget what uh, this Ryan Johnson Ryan Johnson right. those are the two main people to blame, True. right? And in, in in all of that content, right? Uh, Daisy Daisy Ridley was fine as Ray, you know what I yeah. mean? Um, her acting was fine. I I didn't really care for the uh, the lightsaber fights, you know, because but that's a choreography thing. Yeah, I mean that's right. not anything else. She did um, she did fine with what she was given. Yes, exactly. Right. So I I want to just highlight and say the sequels are not bad because it focused on a female Jedi lead. Right. Right. The sequels were bad because they were poorly conceived, poorly written and poorly executed from a movie standpoint. Right. I can understand how people don't hold the Ahsoka series. And, you know, there are some people who, who, you know, rate it middle of the road. I really liked it, but I'm a super geek and I, I do like pretty much all star Wars things. Right. But this video was really just highlighting how, like, you know, Sabine's super bad because she's a girl and da-da-da-da-da. And I feel like that cheapens our argument of why right. the sequels were right. not up to our standards. It wasn't because the person holding the imaginary laser sword had boobs, right? Like, that but wasn't the problem. It's really um, funny. So uh, this is—it's Charmaine— it's obeyed chinoy i'm gonna butcher this but yeah, I, yeah you yeah. know apologies so Difficult it's funny that no name. one no one gave her any flack for this quote when like after she had directed episodes four and five of miss marvel which which none of these nerds which none of these people know right but she did and so, like, no one dredged that quote up then and was like, oh, uh, why are you making me feel awkward about Miss Marvel? Because it, you know, because it wasn't, it wasn't, I guess, their little thing. But right. now that it's like a Star Wars thing. A lot of, and it's it's embarrassing that there's so many Star Wars bros, like Star Wars fan theory and stuff like that, that came out with, like, the director of the new, you know, Ray series hates men. And, like, yeah. she doesn't. Yeah, I mean, like... It's it's sad, 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 sad. I mean, the the main issue that I 
I guess, had with this, um, this reel. Yes. Yes. Is, and it, you know, also, and you know, for friend of the show, Frenchie, buddy, how this ends up in your (laughs) algorithm is mildly sus. So this is not really a reel of Ben Shapiro reacting to anything. This is yeah, a, he, this is, I don't th- even know if he's really watching the video, to be honest. Yeah. This is this is Ben Shapiro's goofy face overlaid or or let me say juxtaposed with fucking Nick Fuentes going giving some sort of a uh, you know, critique of Star Wars content right now. Nick Fuentes, for people that aren't 100% in the know, is a raging anti-Semite and white nationalist. Yes. He's that guy who, he's the anti-Semite that had dinner with Trump and Kanye. Yeah. So this is a video of Nick Fuentes critiquing a, a guy who's never done anything. Anything of value in yes. his life offering his opinion that no one asked for about star Wars content and how some of it has ladies in it. Right. And how, and how star Sabine Wars likes, is meant for men. He, I mean, he's meant, said, which is the dumbest, it's the dumbest argument. This is yeah. the same argument that like star Wars theory has been going on about recently about how it's meant for men and how women shouldn't care. And so they got, there's a whole nother thing about this that you may not even have heard recently. Yeah, no, and this I just haven't, because I don't follow any last, of those. This just happened in the last couple of days that like Star Wars Theory, who is like this, he has a YouTube channel. Right. He is, you know, he has a very high opinion of himself, whatever. He had some sort of a, I don't know, a psychologist on his, on his, on his pie, on his YouTuber show, right, 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 and she was saying like they came to the conclusion between the two of them that that Star Wars is not for women. Women don't watch Star Wars, and then all of his like toxic bros went out and like, um, they went after certain star female Star Wars content creators on like Instagram, and like spammed Instagram with like hate emails trying to get these people banned and did get some of these people banned. Right. And, and that's then other so disgusting. Uh, it is it's so petty and disgusting. And then other female content creators who are in this sphere, you know, started, you know, ramping up their own um, content. Like, Hey, you know, we exist. Women like star Wars. And it's like, yeah. It's it sounds like, you know, honestly, it just sounds like a guy who doesn't know where the clitoris is. And yeah, a hundred percent. You know right? what I it's mean? Like, and it's like, yeah, I I've never been able to please a woman on any level. So it's obvious right. that they, they don't have fucking passions and like things and things like that. So right. if anybody's listening to this show and like whatever, like what you like. Do the things you do. You're always welcome here at From the Outside Looking In. And, uh, yeah, don't take any of that shit. The sequels suck, but it has nothing to do with, uh, you know, Daisy Ridley. Yeah, it has nothing to do with boobs and clits and all of that, right? Or even wieners. Like, it doesn't have anything to do with a lack of wieners, right? You know what I mean? There's plenty of wieners in those movies, and they weren't great either. Yeah. (laughs)
So, oh, God. Yeah, so, and if you are a female uh, Star Wars fan, and I happen to be the father of two female Star Wars fans, uh, fucking love the things you love. Yeah, I mean, you know, love Ray, love Ahsoka, love Baby Yoda, do the things you do. Uh, and Star Wars is 100% meant for you. So fucking just love that shit. Mm. Yeah. So anyways, enough of my rant. I did want to mention it. Um, Yeah. Fuck all all of that. If you're looking for a good uh, theory (laughs) site on um, YouTube, uh, the guy that runs Harry Potter fan theory, his videos are always very entertaining. So so watch that instead of Star Wars theory. Um, But I think we should get into... <sighs> movies, books, movies, books, TV shows, comics, not boobs, <laughs> boobs. Nice. That's right. We're gonna talk about boobs. Uh, so we uh, we recently watched a movie. It was my recommendation. I hadn't watched it, but if you were ever wondering what would happen if you took like Star Wars, um, a really a whole bunch of uh the seven samurai and the magnificent seven take any you know take both of those movies uh, combine that into star wars add a little bit of 300 um and uh also i don't know like like peaky blinders but also if if like they were Vikings, um, because, <laughs> and then, and then also, also take take like like Nazi Germany, and then have that directed by Zack Snyder, and you get Rebel Moon. Oh my God! You you tell me that you didn't you didn't watch that first scene where they're in the fucking Viking longhouse, which they refer to as a longhouse, right? First of all, and they're listening to fiddle and accordion music and dancing, and then that one dude comes out with the fucking cabbie hat on, right? You know, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is fucking space, fucking Viking Peaky Blinders. What the fuck am I watching here, right? <laughs> so random all the different cultures that they mixed onto this alien world but rebel moon is a Zack snyder film um about uh i guess an oppressive galactic empire regime regime right called mother world right which i don't i don't fully understand you know it took us six movies to fully understand the empire, I think. Right. But like you, you kind of understood what the empire was in star Wars. I still really don't know what mother world is also considering that they're all serving the slain King because the King is dead. Um, long live the King. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's it's uh, we'll we'll get to it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I feel like it is absolutely Space Seven Samurai, uh, Magnificent Seven. I don't know if I would put it on that kind of a level. Um, they literally you know. the last scene of the movie is the six of them riding to the village on a horse. 
right? And then the robot pops up out of the fucking things with a spear and the antlers. He's the seventh. It is literally the seventh samurai. The, the last shot of the movie well, is literally the seventh samurai. All right. So if I concede that silly ass point, that only means that the second movie will then become. Okay. Yes. More this is, this is the, the prequel. This, of yeah, Seven this, Samurai. Okay, that's fine. This this movie had very little to nothing to do with that, except one woman had swords, but that sometimes she glowed, but awesome. no one knows why. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, oppressive regime. Um, it kind of opens on this farming village on a planet. Um, so the first thing that I want to talk about is the the overall special effects and and look of the movie, right? Um, which in general are pretty good, right? I can't really distinct. There's no distinguishment between like really any of the ships. I couldn't tell you what ship was what ship at any given point of, of this movie, right? But the one thing I want to talk about is when they're on the farming planet, and we're just going to call it Space Colorado, right? Because like, argue, nice. you know, fight me on that, right? Like, it's a farming planet. It's basically a ranch. That giant Saturn in the background, right? And it's not I'm not talking right. about the car. It's a it's a planet. It's it's basically Mars with Saturn's rings, is what it looks like. Or Jupiter. It's the same color, right? Like it is so clearly a painting. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is so clear. It reminded me of Monty Python yeah. and the Holy Grail when they're like they're out in the distance, they're like Camelot, Camelot. Camelot, and then it goes to the one squire that bangs the coconuts together, and he's like, "It's only a painting." Yeah, I mean, I, you know what? I saw some of it, but I didn't look at that hard enough because I spent most of that time looking at the first of many times that I would see Cora, our heroine, yes, scowling at fucking everything. Oh yeah, just she scowling fucking... at everything. She hates everything. She loves everything. So the, yeah. So the story revolves around Cora. Um, who was found on this planet by some older guy, or he? She was found in a ship, right? And you know, he saved her and brought her into the village, which is apparently a small village, but it's part of a bigger world. I don't know. I you know, Zack Snyder, God bless him, right? Um, he could spend a little bit more time world building, right? Because I have no idea what anything in anything is right so and he, why you know, i should care about anything this is one of i mean let me start by saying this is classic zack snyder this yes. movie is classic zack snyder it reeks <laughs> of all of the things that zack snyder shoehorns into a movie that is his style yeah everything is too fucking dark it's all dark mm -hmm. They go to a planet or it's orange. Dark. It's dark or orange. Or it's orange. It's dark yeah, it's orange. or orange. <laughs> um, he he has. There's so much lens flare in this movie that J.J. Abrams has a hard on. Mm -hmm. Or is wait is he is he the is he the the lens flare hard on guy? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. J.J. Abrams loves a good lens flare. He's flare. Effect. He's jacking off to the the amount of lens flare in this. Yeah, and then the slow motion speed ramping fight scenes. 
classic Zack Snyder classic there. Classic Zack Snyder, his, which every, I mean, it was so awesome in 300, right? Uh, like, yes. In 300, it was great. It's in really, this, it's really less effective in a projectile weapon. You know what I mean? Because you only like it's it's somebody plus, with the uh, you know, at the ready position just firing a rifle in slow motion. These guys are these guys are shooting like you know lasers or plasma rifles or whatever, and nobody's getting like I need to see like you know Jackie O picking up you know Kennedy's brain level of splatter. Right. Like there's just no gratuitous violence. Uh, you know, every now and then there's like the guy gets shot and there's like a little hole, you know, where he gets shot and stuff. But guys are getting like skull capped and nothing happens. Like you don't see there's no blood spray. There's no nothing. I'm just like, just give me a little bit of like gratuity. Um, yeah. The volume, for God's sake, the volume like. And I don't know if this is all the movies or if this is me or is it my stereo? I have no the the dialogue is so quiet and then all of a sudden there's booming shit everywhere it's just like oh my god calm like yeah yeah just... like dial it back and so so we meet cora she's on the 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 irish viking planet and um the um <clears throat> what, what uh, the mother mother world yeah the mother world also great name for a fucking yeah i mean like how much how much closer to motherland could it possibly their uniforms so the officers right they wear uh basically what looks like like soviet you know cold war uniforms yeah, like mixed with some nazi street fighter yeah yes they're zagat from from street fighter is exactly it's all, yeah that's it <laughs> that's exactly what they look like <laughs> then there's some red hooded priest dudes and then there's soldiers that look like they're wearing camo but they also have sort of like medieval armor over that which is kind of badass i'm not gonna lie like that part was kind of cool really serves no purpose but you know like whatever aesthetically it was pleasing so the the zagat who also is the bad guy from the first Deadpool movie. Just shout out. He's Ajax from Deadpool. Um, But also with that, uh, that, that, um, that sort of Caesar cut that was really popular in like, you know, the nineties, that's also very Peaky Blinders. Oh yeah. Right. So you have, you have the, the cabbie hats, uh, Zagat, when he takes his hat off, which is Ajax from Deadpool. He also looks like Thomas Shelby, uh, from Peaky Blinders. I've kind of all over the place. I'll get there. Um, yeah. So they come to the planet. They're looking for a group of rebels called the blood axes. Right. 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 One of the farmers who controls the crop had sold some crops to them. I think that's why, the motherland mother world people are there they're like well we need some crops and maybe we could start a partnership and blah 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 long story short the fucking village leader who again you're gonna talk about viking irish doesn't make sense dude has fucking braids in his beard right uh like straight Viking braids in his beard, but is wearing a cabbie driver hat, right? Like a wool cabbie driver hat and a wife beater. He is Viking Irish. That is a hundred percent what that look is. That was really, it was really bad. Um, <laughs> like I, again, world building, like have them have some sort of clothes and sense that, you know, like whatever. Uh, so they're like, Oh, we can't come to the long house and have some ale and we can talk about it again. Viking Irish. 
Um, oh, uh, l- l- quick correction. It's not Saget. He looks like it's it's Bison. Bison. Yes. All right. Bison. Good. Good call. Yes. Uh, Saget was the uh, was he the um, the Muay Thai guy? Yeah, it was a Muay Thai guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My bad. My bad. Bison. No. No. Let's go. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I'm my street fighter. My bad. Everybody. Good correction, Pat. Good. Good. Catch. A little rusty. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, anyways. Guess what? He's like, we don't have enough food for you and our people. And then Ajax is like, fuck you. Basically, you know, talks, whatever. He kills the village guy. He's like, you make food for us now. You farm for us. Why don't you pick it up from there, Pat? I'm, I'm a little scatterbrained. I mean, I'm going everywhere well, with they, this. You know, like, in the in the very beginning, it was one of those kind of blinket, if you missed it, things where they kind of really quickly go through that the king and queen, the king who was played by Carrie Always, which you only see for, like, 15 seconds. Yeah, yeah. Great paycheck for that guy. Um, the king and queen are assassinated. And I believe the... the Princess. The, the princess. princess, yes, she's assassinated. They're all assassinated, and one of the regents like takes their takes up the mantle, and he's like leading the mother world, and their military is called the Imperium. And you know, after the after the royal family are assassinated, like like out in the outer rim of their you know universe, could be a galaxy he, universe, could be a galaxy. Nobody knows. Could, you know, nobody knows. Nobody yeah. knows. They're apparently starting to like be, there be murmurs of a rebellion. So they send their like, you know, hardest dude out there, whatever his name was, um, Noble. Was it Noble? I, I'm trying to think of his. Um, You're talking about Ajax. Uh, Atticus Noble. Yes, that's Ajax. Um, OK. Yeah. Um, so at, they said they said Atticus Noble out there and he's going out. Not only I guess they assume it's the blood axes, right? Yeah. And so they go out to this to this one planet where there's just apparently farmers. Yeah. But also, and, like, later we find there's also, a, like, a, a city there, like Mos Eisley, right? Because they haven't gone off-world at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, anyways. yeah, yeah. Right, right. True. <laughs> so, you know, after they kill the— um, the, the village the leader. leader. Of the, yeah. The, the, weird, the weird farming leader guy. Yeah. Um, once they kill him— um, a couple they they decide to set up shop there they break out the warrior robots that are no longer ro- warriors anymore right. but they're voiced by Anthony Hopkins yes and they are obviously dicks to everyone and there's like one uh one nice one nice girl who is very nice to everyone and She's like going out to get water and some of these do some of these Imperium officers get, you know, they go to get a little rapey with her. Yeah, yeah. One of the Imperium officers is like, no, nah, no, nah, let's not, you know, don't do that. He gets knocked down. They start trying to get rapey with her. And Cora's like, you can see like Cora is conflicted. She so, clearly has a violent past that she does not want to talk about, but we're, right. we're going to drag it out of her. But before the, before this happened, they, they, they got a little handsy with, with her. Right. And, and they were also like treating the robot bad. Right. Right. And so like, they like were shooting the robot and they're like, fight back. Blah, 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 and the robot falls into horse poop. Um, and then he's in the river washing himself. And the only reason I bring this up, right, is because it, it goes into the next scene, right? And that's when the 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 nice 
village water girl comes right. and helps the ro- robot clean up, and he tells her the story of of the the princess and the, and and the the king and the queen, and that she reminds him of the princess. Oh yeah, 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 yeah right, right, right. And then she makes him the flower ribbon ha- headdress thing, right? Halo or whatever, yeah. Yeah. So, so now fast forward, you know, it's time to n- no more just handsy. The soldiers are getting a little rapey, right? right. And, like, they take down the, the one Imperium soldier who's like, no, we shouldn't rape this nice girl. She's very pretty, right? Right. And they're like, nah, bro. And then, like, so Cora's, she's sharpening an axe, uh, was she sharpening an axe at that point? I don't point? think so. I, I think she, she just saw the there. axe. Yeah, she was sitting yeah, there. She, she saw, saw it, the axe, and yeah. like you can see her lust for violence is like getting set. She's ready to set it off. Yeah, yeah. And she goes in, and she whoops ass. Yep. Everybody's surprised. Yeah. And and, there, then and, she tells, and, so, and at this point, some of the cool Zack Snyder slow-mo stuff works really well, because in hand-to-hand combat, you know, doing a slide with the axe. Oh, and yeah, yeah, up, yeah. You know, that... That shit works out pretty well. And so she wastes all the dudes, right, pretty much, uh, except for the one commander that's left, right, who's, right. like, also, like, the most rapey. So he's got the princess girl in, like, a headlock, and he's got the gun to her head, right? And that's where the, the robot comes in, and he's like, yo, what are you doing? Get them all. And then the robot shoots that dude in the head. Right. Okay. I forgot about that. He actually does do something violent. Yes. So this is where they, you know, she's she was telling them, and and I think that there were other there were other parts where they were talking to the. They were all talking about themselves amongst themselves, like they're okay. They're coming back in ten months. Let's just let's give them a lot of food, right? And yeah. then they'll see that our work will be our fight, right? They'll yeah. see how good of workers we are, and they'll let us live. And then Cora's like, they're gonna fucking kill all of. Yep, you. they're gonna. They're never gonna stop. We're gonna have to. So she's like, I'm gonna go, and you know. The old guy who took her in, he like, uh, he t- he he comes out with her little her little space sidearm pistol. It's like, oh, you know, here I thought it was. We don't have weapons on our wits, so I hid this. Yeah, you know. So she dusts it off, and so you know, at one point earlier on, and this is this is one of the other. This leads into another issue I have with this, like the story, is the. Um, Hagen, who's like this old dude, the guy who took her in and helped her like after she like left or was abandoned by the Imperium. He like asked her like at the beginning, like, hey, are you going to take are you going to take a lover? Yeah, right, right. Everyone, then you then you'll truly, truly be one be of, our, of the village, yeah, our yeah. farming cult if you take a lover. And she, he refers to like this one guy. And he's like, well, you know, you're you're kind of like, you know. What about what about Den? He's this guy. Yeah. And she's like, nah, you know, I, you know, we can't do that or whatever. And then she ends up going on this like re- rebel quest to like find people to, you know, she's like, oh, you know, there's yeah, this they're going to go find the blood chief. axes. Right. And then yeah. there's there's a general that she remembers that, yeah. you know, and, and he's on he's on space Rome and he's fighting in the Coliseum. And that dude was in Gladiator. Right. So like. Of course, he's in the Space Coliseum fucking, you know what I mean? Like Space Rome, Space Coliseum. So they go, you know, so her and Den, right? Not Den, not Den. So this is the thing. Oh, yeah. Den doesn't go. It's this other dude. It's uh, It's the guy that told the Imperium that they had extra crops to begin with. 
Right. Yes. Right. I'm trying to remember his name off the top of my head, but it was like it was this other guy. And he comes out. He's the one that calls her in from the fields, you know, at the very beginning. <laughs> right. Right. Um, but, you know, it I, I don't know. It, I'm supposed to believe that there's like a love interest here, but you never see it. Like there's zero I just, chemistry. I, there's zero chemistry. There's zero chemistry. You never see it. It's so embarrassing. But on their journey to, you know, most Eisley of the planet, right? They're going and they're going to meet the guy that this guy sold the crops to, to the blood axes so that they could find the blood axes, right? She tells him that, you know, she was a soldier in the Imperium. And was, you know, like her world was destroyed by the Imperium. But for some reason, you know, the the general took a liking to her. And we see all this backstory. And all right. Sorry about that, everybody. A little uh, little glitch in the Matrix. Uh, but we are back. Um, so she goes through her backstory and we find out that, you know, she's the adopted daughter of who basically is the king regent now of the mother world. And she grew up to be, you know, like just a super badass soldier. And he's like, well, do you really think they'd kill us? And she's like, that's what I would do. Yeah. Right. Um, so um, <clears throat> so they go to space most Eisley. They meet. The guy that they're looking for has been captured by bounty hunters, right? Right. Um, and then they meet uh, Kai. I, yeah, Kai. Right. I, Irish Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like again, tell me I'm wrong. So he's like, yeah, I can, I could get you to you know the blood axes, blah blah blah. He like basically fights with them. He's like, I got a ship. We can get there. He's like, on the way, I think there's a guy that you might be interested in because they tell him, you know, hey, we're build. We want these people to help protect our village. Yada yada yada. Yeah. So I had mentioned. Star Wars 300, I forgot to mention Harry Potter. Because hey, get also, out of here. You, uh, uh, no, all right. So How is Tarek Harry Potter? Or from oh, Harry I'm Potter's sorry. universe? I'm sorry. So they stop this planet. This guy's enslaved. He's super ripped, right? Let's just call him. Uh, His name's Tarek. Yeah, or 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 Dario Nahagrid, right? Like he's he's part Dario Naharis. Oh part the Witcher and part Hagrid, and I will explain why in just one second, right? So he is for some reason working off a debt as a blacksmith to this other dude from Sons of Sons of Anarchy. I literally that guy was in Sons of Anarchy, um, but he's working off a debt of twelve years. They are like, is there anything, you know, what's his debt? Is there anything we could do to, you know, pay it off? He's like, well, if he can break that animal over there on the range, you know, like, we'll consider it square. Yeah. And what's the animal? What's the animal? It is literally a fucking hippogriff. It is a yeah. hippogriff from Harry Potter. It is not like a hippogriff from Harry Potter. It is not slightly in the same shape of a hippogriff from Harry Potter. It is Buckbeak, the hippogriff from Harry Potter. <laughs> but instead of gray, it is all black. That is the only difference. Uh, so Dario Hagrid, he's like, he bows to this thing. 
just like Harry did to fucking Buckbeat, the goddamn hip. It is the. Tell me it didn't happen. You're holding your head, but tell me that he didn't bow to this fucking thing to get its respect, just like you do to any other hippogriff in the wizarding world, right? You have to fucking bow to the hippogriff, and then the hippogriff bows back, and then then you're good friends. So he does that. He rides it. They're free. First member of the Seven Samurai assembled. Ugh. Fine. Yeah, I forgot about the Harry Potter thing, but it's 100%. Watch the movie and tell me it's not a hippogriff. It is 100% a hippogriff. I mean, look, all I care about is, does this, is this, is this shit going to come in handy in the second or third movie? Because it better. Otherwise, oh, it's useless. Oh, if he gets to ride a hippogriff, and the, oh, I'd be down. Even I'm if he say. gets to, like, do some other sort of animal shit. I'm cool. So they got the first one. They're still going to go for the blood axes. Thankfully, Irish Sons of Anarchy, what's his name, Kai? Kai. He's like, hey, you want to go get General Titus? Is that, what's the general's name? Um, Titus. Yeah, Titus. Okay. Good Good on me. He's like, you know, so that's, that's their next plan is to go get General Titus. Then they go to Space Realm and the Coliseum, right? And this is a this is a very Zack Snyder scene, right? Like you could have put this if you would have put Fialtis like or, or Xerxes in any of these scenes right here, it would have been absolutely you oh, wouldn't yeah, have right. known. Xerxes could have walked by in the background, you would have been like, that makes sense, right? <laughs> this is a hundred because it is that scene. Like it, it is the Coliseum, it is ancient Rome, but it's a planet, I guess, right? I have no idea. And so he's like, no, I don't, I don't fight anymore except for in the Coliseum. As yeah, it's like a fighting, t- it's like a Coliseum town, like where they do gladiator stuff on this other planet. You right. Know? And he, and he's wearing a loincloth. Right. And like, you know what I mean? Like you would think like in whatever, I don't know if this is the few, they're flying through space. You know what I mean? Yeah. You would think that they would not have brown fur loincloths anymore, but their gladiators still wear that. Right, right. right? Like they can fly through space. And their astral plane communication is some of the most convoluted stuff I've ever seen in my life. But they wear the weirdest clothes. Like, Titus is wearing a loincloth. Uh, Atticus Noble is at one point wearing a, uh, a, a slim, a skinny tie. Yeah, and a yeah, white dress shirt. Yeah, yeah, right. They, they went to, like, like they were like dressed as like you know like Russian soldiers, right? Then they were then their 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 infantry wears you know like medieval armor, but it's camouflaged, right? And then you get onto the deck of the ship, then like everybody's got a cardigan and a tie on. Yeah, it's. I was like, what is the identity of this movie? Yeah. So then they go get then they go get the blood axes. No, oh, no, no, they no. go get the they go get the they go, they go get, get the nemesis. ninja witch lady first. Yeah, yeah. So With the next is witch hat. Yeah, she's got giant again. Tell me that's not a Harry Potter reference. So we had the hippogriff, and then we go and we get a witch who has swords that turn into laser swords, but they also like disappear. And she's got to fight a giant spider lady uh, uh, again. Like after killing all the spider ladies, spiders, and you know, so that she can't like she she explains this. This is how these people have no moral qualities at all. After the spider lady explains to them, you're killing all of my like like I can't have all my spiders are dead because you did this thing to my, you know, whatever. That's why I'm stealing your children because I don't have any now. And then they kill her anyway. I'm like, wow, this is 
It's yeah, like said, most... yeah, yeah. Instead of being like, oh man, our bad. Like we fucked up the environment right. so bad. They're like, yeah, we killed all your kids. Fuck you, bitch. We're gonna kill, gonna you, kill you too. You yeah. Too. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... So, but she's like a badass ninja, and like she lost her children. We find out, and that's why she does it. She's protecting the children, but like fuck the spider lady's children. She's protecting real children, right? That's so bad. So then they go and they they go to get the blood axes, and there's two. It's a brother and a sister, right? And the sister's like, nah, I ain't about it. You know what I mean? And they're like, well, you know, because you bought grain from these people, and they're like, we got a pretty sweet setup on. They're on some other king's planet, right? And he's got fucking Cthulhu face, right? Right. And and so they're like, she's like, nah, we got it good. He's like, we got to start taking responsibility for our rebellion. He's like, I'm in. And anybody else that wants to join me. Yo, I know it's a lot to ask. So then about 10 other of the blood axes, they raise their hand. Right. So now they got their army, which is fucking uh, Dario Nahagrid, right? Um, Kai, Irish fucking Sons of Anarchy. Uh, the guy from Gladiator, right? His you know, uh, fucking Russell Crowe's best friend from Gladiator. Right. Um, the, the Ninja Witch. Uh, one blood axe with... Yeah. I don't know why they're called the blood axes because none of them have axes. And none right? of them are and dwarves. Then, like 10 of their friends. Right? And then it's like, so it's it's Ray Fisher who played Cyborg in the DC movie, so in Justice League. Oh, so yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, 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 and it he, is. Yeah. He plays Darian Bloodaxe, who just re- immediately reminds me of Forrest Whitaker from Battlefield Earth. Oh, yeah, great call out. Yes. You know yes. what I mean? Yep. Like, I'm looking at this and I'm like, oh my God, this is exactly what this guy looks like. So they've got the whole team together. Yeah. And. They're, and then, they're, but like, psych, Irish Sons of Anarchy, Kai, nah, bud, he's been on the side of the Imperium the entire time. Well, he's yeah, he his heel turn is like you know I'm I'm in it for the money, you know, yeah, like oh you guys, it's like and to me like this the storytelling is so lazy that they have to have like Atticus Noble come after they capture them all and they're all standing there he's gonna be like and you so and so. You've been wanted on seven star systems, and you, so and so, you were, and you, Titus. We could never find you, except that you're totally on a gladiator planet, just drunkenly stumbling right. around in a loincloth. Like you could have picked him up at, while he was drunk. So he's but, the greatest bounty hunter of all, because Cora's got a bounty on him. All these people have bounties all on these guys him, have and on he's him. got them all, and he's delivering them to the Imperium. But. So Zack need- Snyder battle ensues. Oh, so they've got them all chained up to these fucking these little weird spider, things. these little weird spider robots that like trap people. Yes, which looks like uh, remember in Beetlejuice when her art came to life and they yeah. they needed. Yes, it's exactly what it the looks chair, like. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. then, they, like they've got you know Kai has Gunner go up and he's gonna like sedate her, which apparently you do by taking this gun from out of the contraption. And locking it into right behind the skull, which Agus Noble used to like kill a guy kill a earlier. Dude. And they showed it on the computer like it's like a seven inch spike comes out of this gun and severs your spinal cord. Right. So that's pretty well sedated. You're sedated for a while. And he's right? like, yeah. And he's like, all right, you know, you got to do this. He's like, OK. And he's, he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And he locks the thing in. And then he's like. Nah, and he unlocks it, turns around, and and shoots Kai. And it's like, how do you how do you not see this coming? He has to disengage it from the thing, yeah. and then he puts it and up underneath not, your chin. 
you have to twist it to engage yeah. and disengage it, and it makes a sound yeah. when you do it. So it's like engaged, disengaged. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, this, what is he doing? And then he this, sends that spike straight into his head. And which you don't even see. You don't see it happen. It just no. happens, and it just happens, and Kai's dead. But there's no gratuity. There's no nothing. This whole fight scene has a ton of ton of issues for me. Like yeah. there's, it's pure comedy when Darian Bloodaxe sees this big gunship, just the ship. I, I assume, and then there's the guy with the laser cannon in the cockpit of the laser cannon. Yeah, yeah. Which I assume <laughs> is just the cockpit for the laser cannon, and not for the whole ship, because. How could you do all that? It's a big ship, and you're why, right, you right, know. right. I've yeah, seen all your I've, I've seen the weapons Falcon. are in a, in a fixed gunship, right? Yeah, right. I mean, like a fixed up and so down cannon. He sees this guy with the down cannon, and he's like, sh he's like shooting at everybody. So he like, he like picks up this piece of rebar, and he slowly, slowly runs up this like you know whatever conveniently ramp. placed ramp, right? Then he jumps. In the air, you the whole thing pans sideways so we oh, can get the whole sun flare. It is 100% the same fucking the silhouette jump through the air that's in the 300 when the one right? dude, when they're building the wall, right? And he, he like, cuts off the dude with the whip's hand. It's and he the gets, exact same shot. He comes down in the cockpit, and the guy does this. He slightly he moves, moves like to six, the left. He moves like six he, inches he to the left. He slightly moves to the left. And the Ray fucking Fisher, spear he totally misses. misses him. And then he pulls out a gun, shoots him. Yeah, but somehow the Darien blood axe holds it together after being shot three times, like in the chest and stomach, pulls the rebar back out, it stabs this dude one time, and then that's it. Game over, right? Like, oh, so, dude. But so, so he dies, he falls, right? Um... Then the gunner guy's dead, and like the rebar. Oh, no, went gunner's not. The gunner's not dead. Oh, he's not. Gunner's not dead. He's, oh no, he, 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 he fucking makes... hits the stick. So like after after like after Blood Axe falls, you know, Cora gets all like you know riled up, and they do that speed action thing again, where she runs and just shoots everybody. It's like, well, why didn't you just do this in the yeah. beginning of this fight? Right. Well, because she sees Atticus, right, and she's like, I'm gonna go fuck that dude up so yeah. she's like she's fucking shooting everybody right and then somehow the 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 big ship starts to fall right right and then we see we see ninja witch she's cool she's badass she's got swords she's oh, cutting yeah, yeah. people up everybody else just has a gun and it's not anything special right yeah i mean you could not tell like what one person's specialty or style is you know what i mean um but the the sword chick is pretty pretty awesome. So somehow the fucking big ship that that the dreadnought that everybody was afraid to fucking fight right is starts right. falling because the gunner hit a button after getting how they how they take down the most feared ship that everybody go how are we gonna fight a dreadnought with this right and right. The, but you, you know took how it we're down gonna do with it? a fucking piece of rebar right we're gonna do it in great value cloud city with a piece of rebar yeah like. So you know, and so that strong. so that that falls hits the platform that everybody's on, right? Um, but somehow, like that creates a boxing ring for Cora and Ajax to fight in, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and 
and then they fight and she doesn't he knocks the gun out of her hand she has a rifle she sees him she shoots 18 people on the way to run and get to she has a projectile weapon she could have pegged him in the head but she ran up quick she ran up he's got a cane that looks like a bone and then so he knocks the gun out of her hand because she ran up and she slid under shit as it was falling. He knocks her off the platform. No, she does this jujitsu move to break his arm. Then he knocks her off the platform. And then she grabs a rope and then she's fighting him with the rope. It says Kane versus rope. Um, the fight scene isn't bad. The choreography is pretty good. It's all right. Uh, yeah. Like he, he she fucks him up and then knocks him off the platform and he falls 40 fucking stories. Right. Assumedly to his death. Doesn't turn to mush. Yeah, doesn't turn to mush. Assumedly dead, right? The 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 remaining six samurais, we'll just call them that. They're like, yeah, we did it. Let's go to the village now and protect the villagers, right? Right. So, and it's it's the one it, it's it's Darian Bl- Bloodaxe's girlfriend, um Dario Nahagrid. Um, Cora, Titus, uh, and the f- the farmer dude and Ninja Witch, right? So those those are the six. <laughs> those are the six remaining of the twenty that we had, right? So they they go fly back. Job well done. Then we see the exact fucking scene from Revenge of the Sith where the right. ship falls down, and then we see the on on the rocks of the shore, which have to be fucking. Th- 20 miles oh, yeah, yeah. below this platform where spaceships are fucking this guy is is, is passed out on it right so they, they get him and then they bring it back and then you see that the they, they're like the regent needs to speak to him instantly and they put him in a bubble water and then that this is the con- dumbest this is the dumbest part of this movie to me like they like oh the regent needs to talk to him and they put him in this platform and these tubes start attaching to him because he's yeah. got all these attachment points in his body for some odd reason and like then the he, matrix i forgot about the matrix there's the yeah. matrix part yeah, there's the matrix, matrix part. and it's like yeah. goo and then it like they energize it and he goes into some sort of an astral plane to communicate with like the regent which Who's happens like, to be Cora's adopted father. Right, of course, right, right. Who uh, orchestrated the assassination of the king, queen, and princess, and probably had Cora do it. Even though it, it, it isn't confirmed, it's all but Probably confirmed. that's what happened, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so like, you know, he talks to him, and he's like, you know, this isn't good news, but you need to kill her. And if you don't kill her, I'm going to hang you on a pike, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to march you through the mother world, and blah, 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 blah. And then he cuts, he disconnects it, and he falls down. And these red robe dudes that we still have never established what they really are, what their are they purpose the fucking is. robots or what? I no clue. No, they're clue. like they're they're saying after this that he has no pulse or brain function, and then the one scientist do. And now, now, granted, he has no pulse or brain function, but they just did a thing where he went to the astral plane. And talk to the regent. And then they're like, one guy says, and I quote, hit him with everything. Whatever it was that they used. Whatever that everything is. Yeah, right. They just shocked the crap out of him and he comes back to life. And it's just like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, it's just to me, like when I get to the end of it, 
you know, it looks like it's it looks like what you're saying. He's just snipe. He's just grabbing and stealing parts of other better movies. Yes. And shoving it all together in the most kind of bootleg fashion. Like, like it's just, you know, it's all lazy to me. Yeah, it's very it's it's not it, well written. It's, and then and then it ends with what I discussed. It's the scene from the Seven Samurai where they're riding into the village. Yeah, right. right. Like oh, this is the, like before before Kai makes Gunner, you know, put the machine thing into her head and like knock her out or kill her or whatever. He's like, I know you love her. And it's like, yeah. and like, how? what are you talking how? about? Where did this come from? Yeah, when, I mean, when did they have it? They had one moment where they were on the ship. And she was talking about, like, her life and maybe, like, you know, when she got abandoned and when she, you know, all yeah. this stuff. And he's holding her hand. And she's, like, very resistant to, like, getting close to people. And he's there he is holding her hand. But you don't see any chemistry between these two at all. No, I, no, This no. is, like, I had to look this up. Uh, Sophia Butella is played chorus. She's an Algerian actress, dancer, and model. Not necessarily in that order. Right, right. Because it, it, for a model and Very an actress, pretty. you would you would yeah. expect that she, she's been in other movies. Okay. Like, I think she was in, like, The Mummy or some shit. You know what I mean? Sure, like, sure. she's she's been in some other movies. But, like, for an actress and a model, I would expect her facial expressions to be better. Like I just, oh, yeah, yeah. she's very stoic throughout the entire like, thing. We're, we, I was an hour into this movie and I had completely forgotten what her name was because the whole, th she was so, yeah. all she was doing is scowling the entire time. And I had not bought into her as a sympathetic character at all. No, I don't think I had a really a connection to any of the characters all that much that I, that I cared about with all of that said, not the worst movie I'd ever seen. No, it had its entertaining moments. I don't regret watching it. I wouldn't recommend it. But if you had nothing else to do, you didn't have any books to read, you didn't have anything to do, you could certainly waste, you know, two hours and 16 minutes on something worse. And we did. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was a struggle. I, you know, for all of Zack Snyder's, you know, finer points. Yeah. And someday, someday, Snyder Cut, I will come for you. Yeah, that's like five hours. Here's I the know. thing with Zack Snyder. Like, he needs source material, right? You know what I mean? Like, you need to give him some sort of source material. Imagine Zack Snyder fucking directing V for Vendetta. I bet it would be pretty sweet. It'd be a lot of right. cool knife fights. You know what right. I mean? Right. Um, a lot of the stuff that he's done is based on other people's content, like 300 and some of this other stuff, and, you know, Justice League and whatever. And it's like, that's good when someone else is writing the content when he's writing this stuff himself and coming up with this, it is not great. No. So, so it's like visually it's, it, it's appealing in some sense. And then other senses, it's not right. <coughs> um, the world, I have no idea what the fuck this world is and don't care. Yeah. I mean, they do show you, they do show you, you know, blurbs for like what worlds they land on. Yeah, but nobody gives a but shit. But it means nothing. It means it nothing. It means absolutely nothing. One of the fucking, and it may have been the most Eisley, was literally called Providence. I, I, right. I was like, what the, I mean, seriously? That's your fucking alien city or world is Providence? It's fucking Rhode Island? Right. Like, yeah, I mean, 
It was like, like it, they like they wanted to be steampunk, but they wanted to be like Star Wars, but they wanted it just it just it never all came together. I mean, look, if I have I mean, if I had to, I'm going to we're going to rate this movie. Um, To me, this is like this is like a two. I'm just not happy. I was See, not I'm, I'm doubling down. I'm like, it's like a four. Yeah, yeah I mean, right. like it it could it could That's be fine. way worse to me. Yeah, it could have I mean? been. It could. I mean, all right, all right. It's you know, it's it could have been way worse. But there was just so much in here that I was just so like, I was just like, oh, this all is just like so the, the, weird. Weird. The bad. problem, the main problem with it is you don't know about the world, so you don't care. There's no world building and there's no character building. Really, you don't give a shit if anything happens to any of these characters right if they win or lose it really doesn't matter the only emotional connection i ever had was like boy i hope they don't rape that girl that would suck yeah you know what i mean that yeah, was the, nice the most the, yeah yeah you know i mean like that was it that was it yeah. but the rest yeah. of it i don't remember you said his name was gunner i have no fucking idea what that dude's name is and he's the main fucking character after cora you know what I mean? The love interest. No He's clue the what supposed his name is. love interest. Yes. No clue what his name is. Dario Nahagrid, no clue what his name is in the movie. Right? He looked like Dario Naharis and he looked like and he has the skills of Hagrid. So he's Dario Nahagrid. Um you said his name's Kai. Up until that point, I did not know what Irish uh uh Sons of Anarchy's name was. I could not tell you the name of the farm planet other than it has a longhouse and it's it's Irish Viking land. I actually thought I actually thought Kai I thought his character was gonna have a better run. Yeah, yeah, same. In this, like he was gonna be kind of that, you know, kind of an Irish roguish character. I thought he was Han Solo. He was gonna be the Han Solo, but I thought then yeah, he I wasn't. thought he was I, you you almost get the feeling that like they had had history together. Yes. And that maybe he could have been a, like the love interest, but no, it's the boring farmer dude. Yeah, right. Like, the ruggedly handsome. And like, and again, it's farmer a farmer dude. dude, right? Like, there's there's the throat of Luke Skywalker right there, but it's so shitty. Yeah, I mean, like it's so. And then he 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 adds nothing. No, no, the whole farm adds nothing. You could have done anything; it doesn't matter. You right. don't care about any of it. But <sighs> if you got nothing else to do. You could do it. If you don't, it's you're not going to miss anything. But that's all the time we have for today. Thanks, as always, for hanging out, stopping by, doing the things and whatever. And again, just like what you like and do what you do. And fucking there's always room at the table here at From the Outside Looking In. I, again, am Andy Liascos. I am still Patrick Banis. Deuces. Deuces. Deuces.